ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gender non-conforming, non-binary people of the world, welcome to Banter with Dariel. Hello, everyone. Today we have Robert O'Shaughnessy. How you doing, Rob? How's your mentals today? That's a loaded question, Marshawn. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good, Dario. I'm happy to be on uh, bantering with Dario over here. I'm glad. My mentals are fine. My mentals are okay. They're good. They're in check. I'm get eat my chickens. Oh, you eat your chickens, but have you checked your chickens? <laughs> no, I actually haven't in a while. Julie, wake up. Go check my chickens. You said you're eating them, so if you're eating them, that means you must have enough chickens to to not. To spare, you know. <laughs> All right, I'm tired of this analogy. I don't, know, I don't have enough. You had Sal on once before. He works on a chicken farm in Italy. I don't know how to continue this analogy. I don't have enough facts. I've only watched Smallville four times. <laughs> speaking speaking of Smallville, actually, I want to. I think the first thing I want to touch on is your love of teen dramas, right? <laughs> I love I, how I always bring it there. I, I always find a way to steer a conversation. Always, there. always, because I. Teen dramas are my guilty pleasure. But I'm just like an open book about it. Yeah, it's it's your You're pleasure. It's your thing. Honestly, I don't think this makes me sound like a creep. You'd be surprised. Like, it doesn't. Like, it's just like something you could honestly have in common with girls, too. Like, because it's normally, it's 2020, so we could all like what we like, all right? And But, like, the 2020, like, as a straight guy, like, it's a good, like, icebreaker sometimes. Oh, you watch Riverdale? Me too. And Riverdale's actually, like, a kick-ass show. I'll fight anyone that says anything different about it. No, we're on one that we're on uh, Nickelodeon's Airways over here. Uh, I don't want to fight anyone about that, but like Riverdale's a great show. Like so, like stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like I'm willing to defend it just because I'm like it's a good show. And you talk about people. A lot of my uh, friends that are girls too watch it, so it's just like you know what I mean. It's a good conversation piece. Never gets old. And there's always another one coming out every couple of years later that's just like it. It's a tried and true formula. Oh yeah, bro. But, like, you think about it, like, though, in every show now, they have love triangles, right? This is true. Love Even triangle. in movies, it's, like, okay. it's the go-to. It's the go-to, the love always, triangle. Always is a lo- Yeah. You know what popularized that? 90210, bro. They got love triangles galore. Luke Perry, the, ga- the goat, is in, like, three of them at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, that's when, that's when like, people, like, even, like, people like me and you, like, are big fans of Bill Simmons and stuff yeah. like that. Like, he'll even talk about, like, and he's been, like, watching show and talking about stuff like that. Well, this he's morning. also, like, in his 50s, so he's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These shows have... They've released as he's grown older, so yeah. it's a part well, of it. I feel it. like he has, like, a more in the perspective. But you know what I mean? Like, in yeah. the place and time. It's, like, different watching it back. Mm-hmm. And he even says that was, like, the first instances of, like, love triangles. He's followed and written about this stuff closely, like, stuff like that. So I'm like, dude, like, a lot of the stuff you like is derivative of it, if you think about it. It's true. A lot of Riverdale is 90210. Oh yeah, it's it, the only Luke difference Perry is the dad. Luke Perry grew up into the dad. I just connect the characters, even though Fred is nothing like Dylan from that. Dylan was like a drug addict, an alcoholic, and everything. Fred was like the perfect guy. Archie did not live up to Fred at all. Fred was just like never did anything wrong. Like I just was like, nope, this is Luke Perry from uh, 90210. And <laughs> I just continued the storyline like that. Remember that Midnight Club episode, the Breakfast Club episode? Yeah, where Archie was playing Fred. Mm-hmm. Great episode. Watched it multiple times. Guilty pleasure to go watch. You're talking about guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure to watch that as many times as I have. Evan, rewatch. I, I watch Riverdale as they premiere. I don't go back to the episodes like you yeah. do. I think I should go back to the episodes because I think there's I'll some, find some, some good stuff. There. You're like a guy that I can see going back to some scenes and watching it. There's some good there. Talking about Riverdale, though, all the shows are coming back to filming now. What do you think about that? I feel I'm like I'm ex- you now. I'm asking you. <laughs> hey, 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 whoa, you're flipping <laughs> the script on me. Mark Friday, Mark Friday. We're all going to, like, Vancouver and stuff. Yeah, no, I think it's dope that a lot of TV shows and films are starting up production again. It's mm-hmm. nice to see things moving along, and we're finally getting back to some sort of normal normalcy. Right. There's, there's like restrictions though. Like I'm a, I don't know if you, you don't, you don't, you're not really watch Supernatural, right? Not really. No. Right. I try to get into it. It's not my thing. Yeah. It's not a teen drama per se, but it's like a lot of the same devices. Mm -hmm. So like, and they were a lot younger when they started it, but like, I watch pretty much most things on CW, but Supergirl, you could have Rob Cole on for an episode and talk about how he stands that show. We all know our good friend, Rob Cole still watches Supergirl. I don't know how you watch that without being like blackout drunk because it's so boring. (laughs) But anyway, 
Oh, John Cryer is Lex Luthor, which actually is okay. Like, I'll give him that. But, like, not enough to sit through 22 hours of show to see. He's like, bro, you got to catch up with the story. No, no, I'm not. I'll just catch the spark notes. I'm just taking shots. You're Spit Wars co-host. I'm just taking shots at people. Making people know the connection. (laughs) It's nice to see that my show has turned into the shade room. (laughs) It is now. (laughs) Next week, we just completely rebrand it. No, but, like, uh, the guys from Supernatural flew down to Vancouver because they had a couple episodes mm-hmm. left, and they literally had to quarantine for two weeks, like, obviously, like, all the travel restrictions now. But the guy couldn't even go out and walk his dog, Jared Pelecki, that plays uh, Sam on Supernatural. Mm-hmm. So he hired a dog walker. And he was like, also, once you come up, be like, I have some garbage. Can you take it downstairs? She's like, yeah, sure. Because he knows her from the building and stuff. And he had to literally do that because, like, there would be agents outside and stuff like I don't, I don't remember, like, if it was Toronto or Vancouver mm. Police or anything, but I was like, oh, my God. And he said, uh, also, I was listening to an interview with Jensen. That's what we do all day. We just listen to podcasts, folks. If we're not making them, we'll listen to them. But I was saying, like, uh, he said that uh, they had to rewrite some scenes because there was some restrictions on what they could do. And now they okay. have to have shorter work days and stuff because, like, apparently after, like, 10 hours, you're immune. I don't know where they get all the science from it, but apparently it must be trusted because Warner Brothers. And they literally get, like, after, like, 10 hours, like, apparently like it's your immune system is weaker so you need to go get rest so now like they have shorter work days and stuff which the actors say is pretty nice but it takes it's dope yeah because to work on a film set with that's not union regulated or anything you can go all fucking night yeah you could literally and if it's like a if it's like like something like we were just talking about smallville like tom welling like it was his first show like bro they work you like a dog he was working like 18 hours and stuff like that. And like literally was in every scene. And I let Michael Rosenbaum, the guy that played Lex, he's a good podcast too. If anyone's listened to it, he said that uh, literally they all petitioned and signed a petition that said they want to get Tom a driver because they cast it. Like no one else needed a driver because they weren't needed as much as the lead actor, mm-hmm. which I find fascinating too. How much more the lead is needed like around than everyone else. It's like, they have so much more work. Yeah, because their whole the show is on their back. They have yeah, to carry the whole thing. Like, Michael literally got up and was like, "He's gonna freaking drive his car." We can curse on here, right? We uh, can okay. curse. You can do whatever the fuck you we want. Can we're in the explicit button when you post this to the podcast. You don't want to get banned. I got banned. What I didn't get uh, Apple once because of the description. Well, well, I'm not. I'm not dumb enough to put bullshit <laughs> in a description for a podcast like you are. But hey, second time was the charm. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what was I going to say? I freaking lost my train of thought. But yeah, like I don't know. It's just like completely different there. And the lead was needed more. And Michael Rosenbaum was like, "Tom Willie's going to drive his fucking car into a tree, and we're going to lose Superman." Okay, you don't want a Superman to die, do you? We're all going to be out of work. That they and they finally got him a driver. But even that was like pulling teeth they said it's crazy so i don't imagine but now it's like a lot nicer to them they're saying they have to be like way like less like strenuous work and stuff so i can imagine there's there's benefits and negatives to the whole situation you might be sacrificing content like the seasons i'm interested to see like now we're getting like so nuanced. <laughs> yeah, it's like the little intricacies of these seasons are more highly regarded or seen in a lower light if they don't hold a candle to prior seasons because like you know the people are working like it's like different different circumstances stuff so like are they sacrificing quality for all these regulations or is it gonna like low-key a truncated season be kind of better because it forces them to put more you know what i mean it's more like, emphasis like, in the story or whatever and not drag it on as long i feel like me and you are of the same mind that we think shows should be smaller seasons almost yeah i hate I when I'm rewatching a show and I see that it's 22 or 25 episodes and they're hour long episodes. Yeah, like 90210. Some of them have 32. I'm like, jeez. Yeah, I'm like, in the 90s, how the fuck did people sit down and watch this shit? They did though. It was an occasion. Literally, they said that people would feel out like out of place if they didn't watch it. They'd feel left out. They would sit down and be like, "Oh, you saw what Baba happened on Fresh Prince of Bel Air on 90210." I can't. I can't. I can't watch every episode because half of it's bullshit. Well, there was also way less to do. That's also true. literally just had a TV, one probably. Like, all the kids had to go watch one TV and stuff. Now everyone, we probably have, like, I I could be, I'm literally, like, always have something on. 
Are you the same way? Literally, like, I don't like, I feel like I'm never like just in my So if head. I don't have, if I don't have my TV on watching something, because I don't put, I don't, I rarely put TV on in the background just to play unless it's like a specific show that I'm like, all right, this is fine. Usually I'll have a podcast on or I'll have music blasting in the background. There's some type of audio playing in my right. vicinity. Or like visual, I guess. Yeah. Because sometimes I just like the moving pictures. Yeah. And you just, and also like ESPN has like all the scores and everything throughout the day. Or like if you're trying to watch MSNBC, trying to be an entrepreneur over here. (laughs) uh, Like they have all this stuff on. So you can just be like, oh crap. Yeah. Or I can just pull up an app and just look on my phone and see the scores or whatever. Yeah. Well, all right. That's what I'm saying. There's like so much more to do now that I feel like for like something like there's so it's so hard to watch a show. Sometimes I'm like, ah, there's so much to watch. The Umbrella Academy, I'm like, yeah, I'm wanna, but like, man, there's so much going on. I have to limit my viewing to my tastes. Like I rarely try to watch things outside of my set yeah, taste. Now if something sucks, I don't even give it a chance anymore. That's why, like, it's crazy. Like, we're saying this right now, but we probably, like, it's, like, a lot of shows might not be getting picked up now because people are like, oh, this sucks. Like, that 70s show people didn't like until it was in syndication. It's true. Even Seinfeld. Seinfeld, it didn't get, it didn't pick up until probably the third season. It has a cult following that's, like, millions of people. Like, that's how, like, intense people are about Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Like, uh, stuff like that might not catch on now because people like us are like, nah, I, I can't, like, deal but with it, something. But it, it's, I mean, if it's a slow burn and I like and I enjoy it, I will keep up with it because in my head, I know, I know it's, it's building up towards something or there's potential there. But if it's something right. totally out of the blue that I wouldn't normally watch that someone recommends to me, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to go go out of my way to watch something yeah. that's not in my... In There's my category, sports on right now too. Yeah, like the Mets are playing right now. The Mets are playing the Yankees. up I'm actually scared about Degrom right now. With that I it's so hard for me to keep up with Mets games because I'm like the Mets are playing, but then also the NBA Finals are going on. Yeah, and then well, before every well now the big leagues came back, the NFL and the NBA's back, so that's drawing most of my attention. But first, yeah. Steve Cohen just bought the Mets. I feel like we should say something about that too. Steve Cohen, I actually feel hope for the first time in a while. I have hope, but like all Mets fans, I'm wary. Oh, of course. It's like it's like cautioned optimism. Yeah, because being a Mets fan is is the epitome of a toxic relationship. Right. Oh, and I just keep going, and I can't leave. You can't leave. You can't get I'm, out of it. I'm not like some people we know, where they switch around. And maybe one guess you'll have one day. He switches around based on where yeah. a certain basketball player that maybe Don's the number three goes to play. Maybe he plays an OKC right now. Maybe oh, I'm an OKC fan now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you went to the Knicks. I'm yeah, be a Knicks fan. Yeah, you go write the description. The guy talking about the Mets. Then they make fun of their friend. <laughs> no, but Steve Cohen. You know, I feel like this might be the actual one. I feel like the Mets. I feel like it's so cliche. Like if I'm talking, to, like it's just me and you here. Like literally, like any of our friends that are Yankee fans or anyone we know that's a Yankee fan was here. They'd be like, ah, oh, shut up, shut the hell up. We've heard this. But see, like, this is no. why I hate Yankees fans. They are so <laughs> off-putting to everything non-Yankees. Even though I root for the Yankees when the Mets aren't playing. I I'll see, I don't. Them. I refuse to. Just because no, of the I'm fan base. Because like see, I've had Yankee fans of my friends of mine that tell me they'll root for the Mets when the Mets aren't playing. When the Yankees oh, okay. Aren't so you feel I'm some playing. type of allegiance now. No, no, no. I've I also like I think people in my family have been Yankee fans, been majority Mets fans, but I've I've always like also I like to throw a game on just to watch it anyway. Mm-hmm. So if, the, if there's nothing on the Yankees are playing instead of Mets, I'll be like, all right, I'll put it on. Okay, that's understandable. I'm not gonna like, root for like the Yankees though. Up. And a lot of the best players are a lot of the good players are on the Yankees, like Mayhew and stuff like that. So I'm just like they're always in the news too. Like if there's a baseball story, like usually it's the Dodgers, the Yankees, or the Mets now. The right? only time you'll really catch me rooting for the Yankees is if I'm at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to have a beer thrown at me. Yeah, you can't be. Yeah, <laughs> the bleachers, the best place to watch. You're fucking game. savages over there, man. <laughs> People will curse you out. It's like, not worth it. You just don't wear any baseball gear and you just go there and have a couple of beers, trying to just chill. Just relax. They're like, oh, yeah. You don't want to be an asshole. And then everyone would be sitting there justified to. Anyone you're with that's a Yankee fan won't defend you. They'll just watch you freaking die. 
But it's awkward because I'm such a huge Mets fan and my girlfriend is a huge Yankees fan. Oh, God. So yeah. how are you going to use the baby? <laughs> so this is, <laughs> this is like a conversation we have a lot. She's so going like, to be in a Mets gear, Mets apparel, <laughs> calling them over, see who they run to. So the other day she suggested, she was like, oh, we can get him a half and half jersey to only wear at home. And I was like, yeah, only at home, because if he walks out the house, my kid is getting roasted and I'm not allowing that. Yeah, they're going to get <laughs> No, that's such a bad idea. I also, I also suggested let him decide. But see, well, that, not... you know what happens, though? Then they don't have an allegiance. It's true. And it's like, no, you need to pick a side. If you're watching a Magic Yankee game, you need to be fucking rooting against one. It has to happen. Like, if the Mets of the Yankees are playing, like Justin the other day tells me, he's like, oh, Mets Yankee World Series. I was like, oh. That would be amazing right now, but I would be rooting so fucking hard against the Yankees. Like you can't have someone room for both. Yeah, you, how a, can you room for both? You look dumb. It's just like it's just like come on, bro. Especially if you live here, it's like come on, come on. Like people look at you and they're just like, are you are you slow in the head? Are you little? You're not uh, all up there, buddy. <laughs> not your future kid. <laughs> <laughs> your future metaphorical kid that is wearing a Mets Yankees onesie at like age 17. And <laughs> <laughs> at age 17, he better have a team. By age 10, he better have a team. Every kid just beats. He never grew up. But yeah, no, it's just like Steve Cohen bought the Mets. There's, but there's a lot of games on, so it's hard to it's hard for me to sit down and watch Netflix and stuff, especially now like the Lakers are playing tonight. And also, I usually like, save my Netflix viewing for late at night. Yeah, and I have Mixon on in freaking uh, what's it called? Fantasy for because bro, who do you got tonight? Burrow or Baker? I'm thinking Burrow. I'm thinking you got to say Burrow. I can't root for Baker I anymore. I like yeah. Baker's personality. I don't like I'm him as so a player. I'm so off the Baker. I feel like I like Baker a lot. Like I feel like I'd like to hang out with him because he seems like just an audacious guy. But like he's mad annoying to watch play football, bro. Because like he acts like he's Russell Wilson. And I'm literally just like, no, you can't run like that. Like, and like, I'm like, he's not Drew Brees, but like, he should like look at Drew Brees and be like, all right, I'm a little undersized. I'm he not should be like man. a game manager. Yeah. Throw like, short passes and now. Oh no, no, he's he's a great running back right now. He's a great like. T- he, that's exactly. Why, that's what I'm. Just run the ball. Run the I'm ball and get, be a game I'm manager. A lot of bad stuff about Sam Darnold right now, and then I'm thinking about Baker, and I'm like. All right, let me put Sam Darnold on the Browns. I'm thinking the Browns are doing better. You don't, don't think know. so, Sam? I don't Darnold? know. Sammy, he's Sam, athletic. He's athletic, but he throws it to the stands. Adam Gase. It's Adam Gase. I think it's Adam Gase that's making. Because like, bro, like he was six and two last year. Oh, you like, mean Mister Wide Eye? Now he, Sam. By the way, this is a public service announcement to you. COVID, you better not be kissing anybody. <laughs> You better not get mono again, or I'm gonna be really pissed. Cause that means you might have COVID or something. You better not be going kissing random people until there's a vaccine or something, Sam. All right. That situation is actually the most jet situation that's ever happened. Yeah. He like he it's a big year. They just fired bowls. Like Gates was supposed to come in. Offensive guru, by the way, every team he's been on the offense has gotten better when he left. The only time he's ever had a really good offense when he had Peyton Manning. If you don't have a really good offense when you have Peyton Manning, which that's your problem. Like, that's literally like, how could you not have a good offense with Peyton Manning? I, I, I almost couldn't get the words out there. I almost just had like a hitch. I couldn't. Yeah, you were like, you had a little stroke there. You had a mini stroke. Have a good offense, unless you go to the playoffs. But like, I mean, like in the regular season, how you don't have a good offense. But I'm saying like, Sam Darn on the Browns. You don't think the Browns will be doing better? I'm 100%. I think they do a bit. They do better. I'm not saying it'll be a huge jump, but it'll be sizable. Yeah. Especially with the supporting cast that they have. Like, bro, like, that's why I like. Sal's trying to trade me Odell in our fantasy league and stuff. And I'm just like, no. But I'm Odell like, might Odell might get traded. Because I'm like, yeah, but like I'm talking about getting traded in like fantasy. Yeah, in real life. But like, bro, I'm not taking Odell when Baker's his quarterback. He literally doesn't get stats anymore. Am I wrong? Like people this is don't true. Even talk about it. I'm like, but I'm not I'm not writing them off yet because it's well, you're I, no this guy. is what I hate. This is what I hate about football or sports yeah. in general. It's one week and we automatically write everyone off. Easily, easily, and it's, it's like, and it's, it's, like it's fucking week one. They didn't even also have preseason. Like, nah, even like sometimes a year, a guy will be just like he won't even like he'll be like LeBron, perfect example. He's dormant for a year. People are like Kawhi, 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 and now it's like Jokic just like, the kid that like 
looks like he brought two lunchboxes to school. Three well, everyone's Kawhi, 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 because they fucking hate LeBron. You can't tell me you can honestly say Kawhi is better than LeBron. No, you can't. And also, like, I was very reluctant to say that. I was just like, I used to be of the mindset where I'd be like, all right, you give me one guy in a playoff series, maybe I'll take Kawhi. But now I'm like, nah, I can't take Kawhi now. Like, LeBron is still like LeBron. And he has AD with him, so it's different. Like, I'd much rather have AD than Paul George. Don't get me wrong. I mean, who would want Pandemic P? No, not at all. This guy shoots a three, hits the side of the backboard. Open third. (laughs) It's the top of the fucking backboard. He looked like a my player when you have, like, in 2K11, when they didn't make the stats balance, and you start with, like, a 51, and your guy, like, literally can't shoot, and you're like, fuck. And you're like, all right, maybe if I get a perfect release. Like, in 2K11, I'm talking, when the stats were, like, broken, and it was like, oh. But now it's it was like what? Everyone was afraid in that game. Everyone looked afraid. Marcus Morris too. He was he always big, talks mad. I hope he's not. Did you see what he said that. in Game Five? Yeah, he like grabbed Paul Millsap. And Paul Millsap's like, oh. he's all like, right. Right. Paul Millsap's actually like a proven vet. Like he's been like in long playoff runs. He's like, all right. He's like, get ready to go the fuck home, right? That's what he says. <laughs> yeah, he's like, get ready to go the fuck home. <laughs> yeah, and then literally in like the fourth quarter. On uh, fucking blue was it yesterday, two days yeah. ago, two yeah, days it ago, yesterday. it was yesterday that I hope I'm not bringing the fourth wall whenever you post this, but whenever, whenever game seven was for you people listening at home, Clippers, Nuggets, bro, Marcus Morris was scared at the end. He was looked like, and, and Kawhi even was like not looking good. You see these tweets. I saw someone tweet today, but he never blue check marks. So I don't know how I trust him. He has 30,000 followers though. And he's an NBA insider. I'm like, I don't know. He might add more. I don't remember. I, I wish I looked closer. Mm-hmm. But you said, like, oh, now the Clippers are making Paul George available. First of all, I don't hate the move. I would do that. Because I don't know. In a heartbeat. I don't know why they got him in the first place. They're only signed till next year. Yeah. Their contracts are done next. So I'm like, bruh. Because isn't Kawhi's contract um, player option? Yeah. He's done next year if they lose again. Well, actually, he might stay. He lives in LA. I feel like people think, and I'm like, all right, he, he'll get over it. He will. I don't know if he stays, though, because in, in reality, he could leave this offseason if he wants. He could. But, but no, no, he could leave next offseason. Oh, it's next off. I thought they had it. I thought he had a play. I thought it was a two year. It, I thought it was a one year deal with a player option. No, it's two year. Okay. I think they had to get some level of commitment from him because <laughs> it was literally like, bro, like, if I'm Steve Ballmer, I'm like, right, I have a lot of fucking money, but even I'm, like, not going to fucking just piss that much away. Because, like, bro, like, it's like, bro, we have no – this is our first year. And, like, that's an excuse now, but, like, no. The Clippers, like, load manage the whole year, and then, like, they're telling Doc three, four minutes in, they're like, oh, I'm tired. Like, get out of here. Yeah, I don't get it. You fucking – you shouldn't be tired. You've been resting up all season. Tired. You don't think Paul Jokic looks tired getting out of bed. You don't think Jamal's Murray is tired from dropping 50, 20, yeah. 17? And like 40 on you in a game seven when you had like 16? Like, bro, get out of here. Come like, on, you're get- tired. Like, what do you mean? You've been and there's no travel either. Like, I'm I'm all for, I What are you what are you talking about? There's a lot of travel. They gotta go from their fucking dorm room all the way to the yeah. to the complex. Everything is brought to them, and it's like, bro, like I get it's like. It's definitely tough, like, being there that long. But, like, bro, like, you could have it worse. I- I'm not coddling you that much. The Clippers, like, this is on Kawhi. Like, this is it is on Kawhi. Because you, you, you can't say it's a mental lapse because Kawhi last season is shooting buzzer beaters yeah, against the fucking Bucks. The playoff, uh, like, run. Yeah. And shooting, and it's like, what the fuck? It's, those were, like, Jordan-type, like, numbers that he had. And it's like, all right, like... This would be. This is on him. This would be on Jordan. This would be on LeBron. And it's like we were hope, we were talking about Kawhi, like the best guy in the world. And I'm definitely not letting Giannis off the hook either. Giannis is a fucking bum. Going that far, but it's like I'll go that far to say he's a bum because he talked to the owner. He's like, you better be like paying money, like at a, like we're going over the cap. He's like, you better be willing to pay the luxury tax. And the owner's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Bro, they got to sign Chris Paul. That's my... I, I hate that excuse from Giannis, though. That, oh, we have to spend money. You had a team. It's not like you had a bad team around you. It's... He had Chris Middleton. Who's he had Chris Middleton. Star. That's enough to get to the NBA Finals in the East. Did we not see what Middleton did when Giannis Jimmy got Butler injured? Two, just two all-stars on his team, him and Bam. Bam, that's it. And Tyler Hero is really... Tyler Hero is really good for a freaking rookie. He's going to blow up. And then Dragic hitting threes from, like, randomly. Would you trade Tyler Hero for R.J. Barrett right now? I might. 
I would. I, I have RJ Barrett jersey, and I would do that, and I'd buy a John Earl jersey. I'd, I'd burn the RJ Barrett I'd jersey. I'd jersey now because I just like that guy. He's he dope. He's so fearless in the game. And I love how, like, Jimmy Butler's, like, bringing him in as, like, an honorary black guy. <laughs> he's just like, Jimmy Butler's like, yo, you got hood tendencies because he said he couldn't swim. <laughs> For the audience who knows who doesn't know already, I'm whiter than anything. So yeah. that's why I like Tyler here. I'm just a funny guy. But I could swim, obviously. Because I live in Rockaway Beach. If I couldn't swim, I live in Rockaway. I love, I love those white guys. Have you ever seen the movie King of New York? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. If you have Amazon Prime, go on Prime I Video. Do. Go on I Prime do. Video, watch it. It has Christopher Walken and, and Lawrence Fishburne. But Christopher Walken is this gangster, but he's in a mm-hmm. black... He's the head of a black gang. Mm-hmm. And you see him dancing hip hop, talking about don't jive. <laughs> so I like white guys like that. Tyler Hero is that white guy. Yeah, but he actually kind of has swag though. Okay. Yeah, you know who else it's is like that? Like Travis own... Kelsey. Yeah, but he's, if you're like, because Tyler Hero is like, like, I wouldn't even like, like you wouldn't think he's tough, but like he kind of carries it. Like he carries himself fight. like he's a big guy. Yeah, he'll like. I feel like he would go like. I want him like around. He seems like a cool guy, and he's nice too. He's like a nice. He might not. He might punch Kemba. <laughs> I saw him. I saw someone post. He was like, he came to my job and spent three hundred on backswoods. Back yeah, I think that. That's what I knew. He was real. I was like, damn. And he just wears like mad bling and shit, and I'm just like, yeah, he's <laughs> always honestly, ripped out. And I forgot what girl he's talking to in the world, but I was like, damn. I was like, damn, all right. He's got it. He's just rocking it. And you know Jimmy Butler's like helping him out. Like Jimmy Butler's like, yo, that's my dude. I love Jimmy Butler too. Bro, the fact that Jimmy Butler told his wife not to come to the bubble. It's a he's on a business trip. Were you surprised the Heat beat the Bucks? I wasn't surprised. I was literally like, I don't know. I was I like, wasn't surprised at all. Really? They got fight in them. Uh, you, you were always a Giannis hater, though. I'm not always a Giannis hater, but I, I, Giannis hasn't done, done anything for me to give him the benefit of the doubt. Hey, no, he's LeBron's age when LeBron went to Miami, and people were already... Bro, LeBron's held to a different standard. This play, I do feel bad. Well, I'm not going to put Giannis in the LeBron category. No, no, he's, he's not... nowhere near it. He's nowhere near it. Because LeBron, I actually want in a, a, a fourth quarter in Game 7. I also don't like how people anoint Giannis as the king of the NBA when he hasn't won anything you or gotten to... Or got into an NBA final. If he had gotten to an NBA final at least once, I would have been like, all right, Giannis has it. Next year. Hopefully next year. He could have beat the Raptors, and he had a good chance this year. He had no stars in the East besides <laughs> Jason Butler. And now Jason Tatum, really, that are like, no, you're, you're not beating us. I think they would have lost to the Celtics, too, honestly. They would have lost to the Celtics. The Celtics have too much power. Yeah, literally, they have just, like, much more scoring. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I don't and know. the fact that Gordon Hayward might come back this series. Yeah, they have to bring him off the bench, though, like, bro. Well, no, of course. Back, yeah. And also, like, Jalen Brown, like, low-key gets a lot of offensive rebounds for a guy that's not a center. Like, I was watching the game, and he had, like, three. Like, and I, I was caught, like, a couple minutes of the – not the couple minutes, but I caught, like, the fourth quarter and stuff of the band block, which was amazing, by the way. Oh, the band block. But I was, was really, like – I was, like, oh, my God. Like, I thought the Celtics were going to win that game. It was just trading blows, but I was like, yo, Jalen Brown's actually, like, getting offensive rebounds right now over Bam and stuff. And I was like, damn, it was a good game. It was was a great game. It's been a good playoffs. It's been an amazing playoffs. I like the Celtics-Heat series because, to me, it's offense versus defense. And I love those battles. Oh, yeah. When you have, like, a a defensive team going up against, like, an offensive fire team. Oh, God, we're such NBA nerds. Because I was literally, like... I was literally like watching a Instagram video of if like a loop, whatever it is, like whatever. The real. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And it, that's the new thing, right? Yeah. The, the real. Yeah. Literally. Like. Oh, by the way, did you download the new iPhone update? I have not. Oh. I keep putting it off. Oh, have you? you ping people now. Yeah, I did today. It's weird though. I'm mean, getting used to. It. They changed Apple Music and stuff too. Well, I don't have. I use Spotify, so. All right, we're not getting. I don't want to get into that right now. <laughs> but yeah, I saw like just a video. It was a best. Wait, you would use Spotify? Well, because it comes with my with my phone uh, plan. Oh. So why am I going to pay for Apple Music when Spotify is included in my phone plan? Yeah, they're also here. very similar. They're also very similar. <laughs> I feel like people get so, like, intense about it. 
It's like, yeah, I don't care. I, I I used to have Apple Music, but then when I got Spotify included in my cell phone plan, on the top one hundred anyway, like or like the rap life hip hop. I feel like I'm talk, I'm trying to be Tyler Hero right now. <laughs> yeah, bro, I put on rap life or uh, rap life, bro. <laughs> I will. I I will say Apple Music has better radio like stations. You think so? I does think Spotify so. Now, does Spotify really have radio like that? Not like, not like, t- like OVO radio, not anything like that per se. I will say I like Spotify's playlists a lot more. I feel like, yeah, Spotify. And Spotify is, is so much easier to discover new music. Yeah, that's what they actually like. recommend music that I've never heard of. Yeah, Apple is starting to do that, but they're so behind on it. Spotify is way better at tracking your habits, I feel like. Oh, they track your habits. <laughs> oh, Spotify. Yeah, I have to, like, actually, like, look up stuff if I'm, like, like, it won't, like, tell me, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, my God. Like, you have to know what you're looking for. Yeah, and it's, like, bro, like, how am I not hearing, like, the new Travis Scott? You know what I mean? It's, like, why are you not, like, putting that immediately on? I don't on care the- if it takes, like, five days for it to be on the top 100. I want it, like, that day. Like, no. Because I, re- I don't remember. That's why I go to Complex like Instagram, because they tell you what everything's dropping that weekend. Yeah, that whole weekend. That's what I like also. Hip-hop, whatever those Instagrams are. That, that they, they just send, like, a freaking iPhone notes screenshot of everything. Whole, of everything. Everything that's dropping. I'm like, thank you. And it's even be mad obscure people. And I'm just like, thank you. Even though I'm not going to listen to, like, seven-eighths of it. You might, but I'm not going to listen to seven-eighths of it. I'll I'm listen like, to seven-eighths of it. Yeah, I was about to say, like, there's like sometimes I want to know when Gunna's albums drop or something like Young Boy. You just want to know when the when the heavy hitters are dropping. Yeah, music. exactly, exactly. Like yo, uh, Rodeo Two's coming out. I'm hyped. So am I. What Did is it? Two weeks, stuff? September twenty fifth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually very hyped for that because I really like Rodeo. I like I love Rod. I love all his albums yeah. and mixtapes. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm a super Travis Scott fan, but I'm I enjoy like his I'm music. I'm not some people, but I do listen to like all his stuff pretty like it, it'll come on and i won't change i enjoy it. his production that's what i enjoy the most yeah. he's also a cool guy too i yeah. follow him on twitter and instagram and everything he's like he's like always posting like charity stuff and whatnot i'm just like i like him he's also he's also done the one thing i guess a lot of guys dream of the mcdonald's burger well no sleep with kylie jenner uh, <laughs> oh definitely well that's probably second to the mcdonald's burger <laughs> Yeah. Uh, have you have you eaten the McDonald's burger yet? No, you I haven't don't. gone to McDonald's and been like Cactus Jack sent me. <laughs> no, have you? Fuck no. <laughs> I don't eat McDonald's as is. I'm not gonna fucking go there yeah. just because Travis Scott dropped a burger. Has bacon on it. When was the last time you had McDonald's? Probably. Oh, you know what? Honestly, you haven't had chicken nuggets two weeks ago McDonald's only day. because I had French fries. I only had French fries. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm saying like it's it's. I feel like it's like a snack. Like it's like you're just having a bad day, and it's like you know I really want like some chicken nuggets right now. And it's like every every like while that's okay. Once in a blue moon, you'll be like. I'm like, having like every week and stuff like that. I feel like I don't know how you. I don't know how people can eat fast food so consistently. Oh, I don't know. It disgusts me. The idea of fast food is like. It's just like inexpensive. I feel like that's the thing. It's true. That's why. It's just so unhealthy. I feel like we're getting into such a what's it called like a health kick <laughs> economical like well Darielle actually in low-income communities that's the only thing available so that's why people have to eat it hey don't tell me about availability in low-income neighborhoods all right no, definitely well yeah fucking talking to me <laughs> sitting in your little house in Rockaway <laughs> Rockaway has bad restaurants, though. That's one thing I will say about it. Like, it has some good ones, like Pico and stuff like that. Like, there's some good stuff. Like, there's a good Italian place by me and stuff like that. It's decent enough. But sometimes I'm just like, ugh, I wish this could be, like, so much better. That's why, like, I want to, like, take advantage of a couple more times of outdoor dining because I don't trust this indoor dining coming back at all. I don't know. I'm not getting political at all. I'm just saying I don't – I'm not trustworthy of that. I think that's going to go away quick once flu season starts. I hate the fact that you have to say I'm not – I'm not trying to get political. It's because it's not a political thing. You don't know these days. First no, of all, but it's not – to me, to me, all this stuff is not a political thing. It's just science. argument. Yes, exactly. Exactly. This is an intellectual argument I'm making. So when people, like, put – I'm like, no, I'm not saying anything political. I'm just like – Dude, once we all go back into a place, flu season and everything's come back, I'm just like, that's going to cause it to go back up. I'm like, that's because it was kind of cold. It was still coldish 
when it was happening and yeah. like February is still cold. February was it was warming up. It was like in that change of season. You were still wearing like a little jacket out and mm-hmm. stuff. So I was still wearing at least a jacket and sometimes a winter jacket. So it's like that's when it's like spreads the most. It's stopping now because people. We also don't know how the flu impacts this virus. Yeah, exactly. That's the there's so thing. many unknowns and people are just like, I want to eat inside a restaurant and I'm like, hold your horses there, buddy. Hold your horses. Yeah. Just keep getting delivery. Yeah. Stop feeling so entitled. All right. <laughs> just delivery. Yeah. Cause no, literally, it's like, oh, God. Like, I'm just like, oh, no. In December, bro, I don't think we're going to be able to eat in a restaurant. I think it hey, might be, I don't think it'll be outdoor either. There might be like tents and heaters. Someplace. No, they can't. Uh, the city said after some day in October, I think, the outdoor eating is done. There's really? a deadline for it. Yeah. I forget what the, what the exact date is. What about but... places that had outdoor seating already? Like well, a place that has a patio or something. Yeah, like I mean, if the place already had outdoor seating, fine. But the not like on the sidewalk, like the yeah, like all that side, like on the sidewalk or in the middle of the street. Because right. technically, you could be like, "Whoa, this is our backyard." Because the place, yeah, I was at a place that was like a backyard area. Yeah, no, I have a, there's a place by me that has a backyard and they converted it to outside dining. Exactly. So that kind of place might be able to stay open. Yeah, but the places that are like operating on sidewalks and like on the street, like the little, on the curb. Yeah, sometimes you get away with the heater if it doesn't get too, too cold. Like Mm -hmm. 60 degrees, you can still get away with people under an awning and a heater. You could. I just wouldn't want to be under an awning in the middle of pandemic. All those people. Squished yeah, tightly. Yeah, it, during the cold weather. Yeah, you wouldn't. Well, it depends. I don't know. I'm, I'm acting like I'm a scientist over here. I'm dying. You are acting like we're, like we are dign- yeah. I'm just like, dignitaries of uh, of COVID. I'm just trying to think of other options to like meet some type of compromise because everyone's just complaining and like saying what our political affiliations are. And I'm like, no, I just want to like not die. I just want to do what's practical. I don't care about the political ramifications of it. Yeah, exactly. She wants some sense of normalcy, and I'm like, maybe we shouldn't rush back because now they're saying like 2021 expect life to go back to normal. I'm like, is it or are we still gonna have? To I'm fine with that as long as we have sports. I don't care what the fuck goes on in the world. Yeah, now that and now the NFL is back, and it's honestly, like, how do you feel about the NFL? No fans. Well, some plays have fans. I I don't mind it that much, but like they do have to get better with the crowd noises because they had their first. I feel like every, even WWE, we mean you watch WWE a little bit too. Yeah. Like, well, you, I thought UFC looked the best with no fans, but like NFL, like they're getting a little trigger happy with that button to make everything like a first downtown, like literally like they just, yeah, like, yeah. and it's like, all right, let's like chill for a second. Let's like know when the fans actually get excited. It's like, just have that murmur. You just need that like baseball. That humming. Like that. Yeah, exactly. Like it just sounds like fans chatting. That's all we want that like background noise because well, the announcers are talking and stuff if you're watching the game at home and if you're watching at a bar or anything if you're at a bar if there's still bars open when the nfl is getting uh hot and heavy what's it called uh you're not listening to the crowd anyway so like if you want it at home just have like a little murmur yeah and then, like make it big when there's a touchdown shit not like when there's like a like rudimentary first down or something or like three and out <laughs> i think the only sport that is so hard to watch now with no fans is baseball yeah personally baseball was hard for me to watch prior to covid so now that there are no fans and there's no noise just the announcers it's like it feels weird we try to do the murmur and stuff but it's not it's It's not the same when they hit a home run and stuff it's like optically you just constantly reminded of all the fans Mm. when you see like the the main shot like that most of the baseball is just the shot of the batter's box and the guy the pitcher winding up everything that's literally most of the game the cardboard cutouts Creep yeah, me out a bit sometimes. You know, it just looks weird for a second. You're just like, wait. And then you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's just like, oh. And you just get, like, even more, like, moody. Yeah, baseball's weird. But, like, this is probably the most baseball games I've watched since, like, 2011. I'm not even kidding. Literally, like, just, like, because, first of all, they were the only thing on for a while. Yeah, because it playing, was, like, the first thing back. Yeah, now sometimes the Mets are playing, but, like, it would be, like, an NBA playoff game. and Or, like, well, now the NBA is about to be going away soon after the NBA Finals. Because now it's the conference finals. But now, like, the NFL's back. So that's, like, three days a week. And it's just, three like, days a week are like, just, oh. And yeah. now. Bro, the Big Ten is coming back now. I'm surprised that they made that decision. You saw that? I did. They're co- the only eight games, I'm right? right with that, though. Yeah. I'm all right with that. Because, like, there's actually, like, college football going on. And now the Pac-12 saying they want to come back. 
But I was listening to something today where the guy was like, I was watching something on TV and the guy was like, I don't know if they're going to be able to do like a playoffs because like they're coming back too late. The Pac-12, because they're just talking about it. Yeah. Big, 20, Big 10, I think, is coming back October 24th, I think. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. It's not like legit around the corner. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, oh, there's actually going to be like a lot of stuff on because then college football's on. And like, bro, pretty soon basketball will probably be coming back again, actually. Yeah, but when is basketball supposed to come back again? I think they said December, but I don't know. Or November, which I think is really short. That's a really short offseason. But like putting putting context, though, all the other players haven't been playing, really. Yeah. It kind of only screws over the bubble teams. Yeah. Or, and especially the teams now, because the other teams are chilling now. Yeah, the other teams went back home. But they yeah, I, I don't know. I think the NBA is going to push it back. I'd say they should try to start in like January. I think December or January is realistic. Yeah, I think end of December, like try to maybe get a Christmas Day game if you can mm-hmm. or do something. Honestly, a Christmas Day home opener wouldn't wouldn't bother me so much. That's when most people pay attention anyway. And also, yeah. this would also be a litmus test for the NBA to change the schedule anyway. Mm-hmm. Because that's when, like, you'll be like, all right, the NFL, like, it's still, like, that. it's, like, still going on. It's still business as usual. They're not cutting yeah. their season. Yeah. And, but it's, like, the games, NBA games are a little more important and Christmas, and it's just, like, better. I don't know. That's when, like, I, like, start. No, nah, you're right, because, but once December hits, that's the ending of the beginning of the season. That's when the season starts heating up, because you have a yeah. idea of what teams are hot and what teams aren't. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, like... Yeah, and it's like the beginning. And also, then, basketball and Christmas is a tried and true tradition. It's yeah. like football and Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think to a little lesser extent, but yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's now it's getting like, I don't know. So maybe they'll explore and like actually change it. But like, teams like, bro, the Knicks have been off for like, going to be off for like 10 months. They have, and it's like, but we have young people I need to develop. I bought an RJ Barrett jersey. I don't want to be like, Spent a hundred bucks for no reason. This guy to average thirteen points on thirty percent. You think he learned how to shoot this off season? No. Do, do I think he probably says he doesn't have a basketball hoop in his house? I'm be like, you can come over to my house. I have a kitty hoop in the pool. I'll freaking help you. My God, it's better than you sitting around doing nothing, eating Cheetos. <laughs> he better he better have a hoop that he's working out on. I saw him actually. Nah, I'm being a jerk. I saw him. Uh, he's not like I'm hurting R.J. Barrett's feelings right now. Like <laughs> I that high of pain of myself, ladies and gentlemen. But like I saw him on Instagram the other day, and he was doing like working out and stuff. I'm scared. That's why I got scared of the draft because they were, everyone was like, "Oh, the Knicks got a draft Lamelo." I'm like, "No, no." I do not want the mellow ball. He cannot shoot. Which, and RJ Barrett. I think the only good mellow, I think the only good ball sibling is the youngest one. Leangelo? I don't think he's in high school. I think his dad took him out and threw him like across the seas. Yeah, his dad took him out. He's playing in Europe. I think in Ukraine or some shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. Lonzo, I don't trust at all. Le- Lamelo, like literally, like he has like maturity issues and stuff. I think Lonzo is overdrafted. He's a good role player. That was R.J. Barrett. No offense. I love him. But there was, like, better guys. Like, Tyler Hero's better. Brandon Clark. Stuff like that. I'm just like, Jesus. Why did you, like... But, like, whatever. You can... I, I'm, I'm it's the Knicks. You can't, you can't complain. I know. I'm with him now. And I'm with Mitch. So, I'm just like, my God. Just please don't get another guy that can't shoot. Like, we already have Julius Randle, Mitch, R.J. It's like... Bro, don't get me don't started on Julius Randle. I... I hate Julius Randle so much. He just doesn't fit. He's just so slow. When he posts up and spins, I literally want to kill myself. No, I don't want to kill myself. Like, don't do that, ladies and gentlemen. That's a bad thing. I literally want to like, like, there's vomit. No, you want to vomit? Yeah, I'm like, every time it's a turnover, every single <laughs> time, I'm like, just stop spinning. But sometimes he'll score like thirty, but it'll be against like the Wizards or something, and I'm like. Should I really pay attention to this? Or you just suck. Like, the Lakers... I also hate using him in, like... I don't know. Have you ever used him in 2K? Yeah, I've been the Knicks in 2K. And it's just, like... so fucking annoying. All he can do is fucking run to the rim. That's it. That's the only way. You try to shoot with him. It's... He also shoots... He tries to shoot threes. And I'm like, no, you really can't shoot. And I'm like, Mike, I don't know. The Knicks Knicks frustrate me. All my teams frustrate me. The Knicks, too. It's just, like, hard to watch. But Tom Tudor's coming in, so I'm trying... I'm trying to stay hopeful in all my things. The only thing I'm scared of is because uh, the acting CEO of the Jets now, the acting owner, whatever Woody Johnson's brother's name is, I forgot his name, 
but he doesn't deserve me to say his first name either after what he said about Adam Gase. He said he's brilliant. He's a great offensive mind. He's behind him 100%. He has no intention of firing him. And I was like, oh, my God. You twit. And I think Woody Johnson's under fire. I don't know if he is, but when I heard Mike Green, Mike Greenberg say the acting owner, I was like, oh, yeah. And I was, saw an article the other day that said Woody Johnson, like, has sexual and uh, racial things against him right now. Oh, so fire the motherfucker. But I'm saying, if this guy's the acting owner, will that mean that the NFL won't take it away from them and just keep it to his brother? Because I'm like, fuck. Because I really want them to force him out like Donald Sterling style. I don't even mean to minimize the issues they're facing, but I'm like, <laughs> I hate him so much. Bro, did you watch the documentary The Two Bills? Bill Belichick I said, have watched he, it. Yeah, he said he that the owners of the Jets was going to be the James Dolan or Woody Johnson. And he said he had problems with both of them and didn't want to come in. So he went to Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft, meanwhile, who goes to freaking brothels. Yeah, against, against, against uh, happy endings at a little... They had a championship game. Then he's shaking Tom Brady's hand later in the day, hugging him, kissing him. I'm like, the son I never had. It's like, my God. But at least he's a good owner. Yeah, he he's good anybody. He just goes to a brothel and has himself a good. I hate owners who are overly involved. So it, that's one of the reasons why I loathe Jerry Jones. Oh yeah, well Jerry Jones is just like he's the GM too. Also, no, I, I'm convinced Jerry Jones is play calling. No. <laughs> I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Always good on paper though. They're always good on paper, but then their their coach like the coaches are also good on paper. But they make dumb decisions. So is it Jason Garrett not going on, not throwing? Well, Jason Garrett, he's on the Giants now. Bro, they're on the four. They're on the four yard line. Couldn't make a fucking touchdown. Yeah. How? How? You had Saquon fucking Barkley. Saquon Barkley had like less yards than Big Man. And then why did it? Why did they wait until the third quarter to involve him in the passing game more? He had like sixteen carries for five yards. He's like the first person in so long to do that. And it's like, he's, and it, it literally just doesn't deserve to be there. That's just so like unfair to him. That Fair he, to him, yeah. Because he's so good. He's literally like probably the best running back prospect ever coming out of college almost. And did you see, almost, did you see how, he, how he had to like run out of the pocket, then run up, hurdle over people, can't run north or south because you got Bud Dupree coming out at all cylinders. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. The Giants just don't protect them at all. And they, they have a horrible line. Jets, yeah, I know. So the Jets, the Jets, the Jets, like, you know what? That's what I hate about New York media. We've spent it. We're like, oh, the Jets made so many additions to offensive line. It was all these, like, platoon guys that have been around, like, for years. Like, also, you're there, and it's like, oh, we can get, besides, like, that guy, Makai Becton, that's actually, like, good. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone else, I'm like, Jesus. I also hate New York media because we drive out the best players sometimes. Yeah, like... Because we over-critique. Because we feel the need to... You have to be, like, mad tough skin to play here. If you have Yeah, but also, like, New York media feels the need to tell players how they should conduct themselves. Yeah. As if the player is not a person. The player is just a Meanwhile, player. Meanwhile, New York has the most fucking random people ever. Yeah. So, everyone just, like, marches to be their own drum here. But yet the, the sports players can't can't march to the beat of their own drums. Look at the fucking Yankees. You can't even grow a fucking beard. The Yankees yeah. are the worst at it. What about the grooming policy? Literally. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's just like, they're just like, no, you just can't do it. People have, I, I talked to Rob about this, actually. You should ask him about it when he's on. We'll have a, we'll be a real podcast and have linear connections here. But I'm saying, uh, and callbacks, whatever they're called. This ain't the biz, kids. <laughs> But I was saying, like, I asked Rob, I was like, did anyone ever complain about that? And he said there was a couple people that did. But then literally, like, the manager, it was actually a good player. I forgot his name. I sound like a non-baseball fan. I actually am a big baseball guy. But he did complain, and the manager was just like, all right, and just sat him. And I was like, oh, shit, it's really that serious. Like, you won't play if you have facial hair. My God. It's so dumb. It's a little antiquated. I'll give you that. The whole sport is antiquated. This is why I hate baseball to an extent. <laughs> That's a larger discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we have enough time for that. On the we don't have enough time to talk about <laughs> my hatred for the... Like, people are like, I hate seven innings. Well, the rules don't, yeah, the yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think the rules need a complete overhaul. Overhaul, bro. I hate when people are like, nine innings is baseball, seven innings isn't. Why? Why? Who the fuck said that? Who the fuck said 
Yeah. Baseball can only be nine innings. And it's like, bro, are you sitting for nine? And you ask anyone, they're like, no. Like, no one sits for nine innings every game and watch baseball. And it's like, exactly. And it shouldn't have. But will you sit for four quarters and watch your NFL team 16 weeks? Straight? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I watch every snap of the Jets, and I will hate myself every second of it. But well, I watch every watch snap of the Giants every, and yeah. convince myself that that Daniel Jones won't throw a pick. Giants too. Daniel, I like Daniel Jones. He's the best quarterback in New York right now. Sam Darnold was pissing me off. <laughs> I'm I'm tired. I'm off the train. I almost Sam- bought last year. Thank God. Hey, at least Daniel final. Jones throws the players. They yeah. might not be on his team. Sam's <laughs> first pass was a pick six. His first fucking throw. Then I was like, all right, he'll 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 get over this. Like he won't throw the like three just tank, just him. tank for trying. He's like running away and scrambling, and like it's just such a bad throw, and it's like just so shitty, and it doesn't even get his feet set. Nope, he does it all the time. He literally did it against the Bills. And that score was like by 10. I think then it was like 20. I think it was like 17. I, I forgot, 27 to 17. It was mm-hmm. not that close. They were murdering the Jets. It was horrible. The Jets looked horrible. The Jets are horrible. Them, but I won't watch nine innings of every Met game because it's just like, bro. That's I'll cool. watch the first five. Take I like it, it though because I like even I'll put that's one thing I'll put on the background because I like Gary, uh, Keith, and Ron. I like their mm-hmm. commentary. So I'll just look, it's just like a podcast almost. Just them like talking, like entertaining each other, talking about the just shooting the shit. Yeah, I like it. I think it's good. Well, no, like, I think I, that's why I'm blessed that we live in New York and we have the Mets and the Mets uh, home broadcast team is amazing. Yeah, I, it would suck <laughs> if we lived in like Cincinnati. I can only imagine how horrible that broadcast team would be. Didn't that guy didn't that guy come out with the who was that guy? Where was that guy from? The guy that just did the racist thing over the... It might have been... Was it Cincinnati? I think it was. That's why I, I think... I thought you were saying that, but, like, yeah. That guy, like... I, I Honestly, I just said a random city that I didn't yeah, you think you were just nobody... saying city X, like, blah, blah. But then I was like, oh, yeah, I think that guy's racist. I don't know if he is. I don't want to accuse him if he's Oh, not. no, he was homophobic because he said... He said, right. he said I'm thing. not going to repeat what he said. He was saying we're not homophobic show. But I was like, oh, and, bro, how many hot mics have there been this year? There's been an epidemic of hot mics, not just COVID, of freaking hot mics. I feel like... Brody Van Wagen, remember when he was like, Brown well, actually, there has been an issue of hot mics even before COVID. Ro- yeah. Rudy Go- Godair? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Touching all the mics. That, he looks so bad from that. Rudy Gobert, <laughs> like, it was lucky he could show his face outside anymore. After that. That was literally so, just so bad. And then literally the NBA shut down that day. <laughs> the next day or something. The next day. Looked like an asswipe. <laughs> We've had fun today, Rob. Yeah, I was about to say, I think we covered everything we can. You have anything? You have anything you want to say before we go? No, this is fun. This is fun. Again sometime. Hey, that's what happens when you come on with bantering with Darielle. We have fun and just shoot the shit. <laughs> Very much so. Well, folks. That's your show for today. I want to thank our guest, Rob. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the pod. Give us five stars on Apple and Spotify. Stay beautiful, my people.